This sermon was recorded at the Church of Christ, Wheeler area, located at 1500 South Allen L. Bean Boulevard in Wheeler, Texas. Our regular meeting times are at 10.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. each Sunday. Come join us as we seek to worship God in spirit and in truth. For several years, I spent a lot of time talking to people about investing, retirement plans. Some of you have IRA, some of you have 401K, some of you have SEP, SARSEPs, Ross, all 457s, all kind of numbers. Years ago, uh, Alton Loberger asked me to come to a class at Allison and talk to the students there about investing. Three of those students are here today. They successfully got diplomas. I hope they were signed. But anyway, we was in that class, and I showed them a hypothetical. We took $2,000 and invested in a stock mutual fund for the last 40 years. And I explained to them that doing that over time was worth $3.3 million. Don't y'all want to do that when you get out of high school? Uh, one of the students says, I will be too old to spend it. And I stuttered and I said, you know, I'm 60 years old. I can still spend money. And I left there that day having learned. I learned from them. I was not on the same page with 17 and 18-year-olds. They had no idea how short 40 years was. And if I ask some of these teenagers today, you know, are you going to be old and ancient and decrepit when you're in your 50s? Probably going to say yes. So we had no thought of time, and I, I, you know, I just didn't get it across to them how important it was to plan. So what has that got to do with our talk today? Well, that's the introduction, I guess. And uh, John 5 and 39, search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. My question to you today, have you thought about eternity? Have you thought about eternal life? Brother Mike McCorkle asked us here, when he was back several years ago, have you thought about Jesus? Y'all remember that? He'd ask you. Probably every night, have you thought about Jesus? My question to you in the next few days, have you thought about your eternity? Do you ever think about it? I catch myself busy. I am a busy fella. So our title is Eternity Planning. People tell me I'm looking forward to retirement. We're going to travel. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It's the golden years. And my smart aleck answer is it takes a lot of gold. So my question, are you looking forward to eternity? Can you wait? You just, oh, I can't wait till I'm in eternity. I'm in heaven. You ever thought about that? Do you think about it? We should yearn to be in eternity and spend time in heaven. 
Okay. For y'all taking notes, maybe you need to start, okay? Uh, You do not understand how long eternity is. I don't know how long eternity is. I don't know how to explain how long eternity is. I don't know. You know, the average life of someone is 77 years. That don't seem old to me. I've done a little research of a couple explanations of what eternity is because I couldn't come up with one. One is, these are the stages we deal in. Past, present, and future. I went in the past to do a hypothetical about investing for 40 years. We're in the present right now. The future is next week. I have plans for next week. We've got things to do, places to go. Well, this one writer says, eternity is present. You ever thought of that? Eternity is present. Eternity is in the present state always, forever. Does that help? I looked at this later and I said, yeah, I'm explaining eternity as forever. I can't even explain forever. Number two, one writer gave an explanation, and this is a little longer, so bear with me. Uh, let's pretend, let's pretend a sparrow is able to pick up sand and go from the sandbox in my house to the moon and drop it off. Then he flies back to the sandbox at my house, gets some more sand, flies to the moon, and drops it off till he gets my sandbox empty. Then he goes to the south coast. And he grabs sand off the beach and flies to the moon and drops it off. And he does that until all of the south coast has no sand. Then he goes to the east coast. You know where I'm going. And then he empties all the sand off the east coast on the moon. Then he goes to the west coast and takes all the sand off it and drops it on the moon. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, the moon's going to fall. No. Then that sparrow takes the sand from the moon and brings it back and puts it on the east coast. Then the sparrow goes back to the moon and puts it back on the west coast. Then he goes back to the moon puts it on the south coast. Now he's going back to get the sands in my sandbox and brings it home. One page at eternity. One page. Brothers and sisters, I still don't get eternity. I don't know until we experience it if we'll ever get eternity. So let's, let's do a little studying on our eternity planning. In James 4 and 13, go to now, you that say, Today or tomorrow we'll go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life is even a vapor that appeareth a little time and then vanisheth away. For ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. In eternity, there's not tomorrow. 
there's not a tomorrow. We all have plans for this coming week. Some of you are going to have Christmas tomorrow. So we all have plans. and we, we plan ahead about things we're going to do. But in eternity, there's not a tomorrow. 2 Corinthians 6 and 2. For he has said, I have heard thee in the time accepted. And in the day of salvation, I have succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The choices that you make in the present affects your eternity. Have you thought of that? The choices you make in your life is going to affect where you spend eternity. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Let's look at an example. In Matthew 25 and 13, we have the parable of the wise and foolish virgins. The five wise virgins took their lamps and oil with them. The foolish took no oil, just their lamps. As the bridegroom tarried, they slept and slumbered. Then there was a cry, here comes the bridegroom. Their lamps had went out. There wasn't enough oil for everybody to have it. The foolish virgins missed the boat. They didn't get to go in. Jesus asked this question, Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour that the Son of Man cometh. If you thought about this, Will you be here next week? Will your eternity have started? We do not know when our number is up. We don't know when the Lord's coming again. We don't know when we may die. You know, from time to time, I would meet with people and I'd do a review at their plans. And I would say, you're not putting in enough. Maybe if they had retired, I'd look and I'd say, you're taking out too much. And I might even have them sign a paper. Your plan's going to zero out in the next number of years. You're taking out too much. There's not enough in there. So how does your eternity plan look now? In Mark 10 and 29... And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands for my sake in the Gospels, but he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time houses, and brethren, and sisters, and mothers, and children, and lands with persecutions, and the world to come eternal life. There has to be work there has to be a plan set up to put into your retirement plan and to invest that money over time. What about your eternity plan? Is it non-existent? Is it on the back burner? What about this? Is your time and effort now going into your house, to your brother and your sisters, father, mother, wife? Children, lands, work? Where is your time and effort going? Are you not even thinking about eternity and where you may spend it? Got a question for you. Are you immortal? 
2 Timothy 1 and 10. But now is made manifest by the appearing of your Savior, Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. You ever thought about being immortal? Yeah, we know the body dies, but there's a part of you that lives on, right? Think about what Job asked. If a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. Sounds like we're going to go on, don't it? In John, and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? This is Jesus' words. So I present to you that we are immortal. Yeah, the body may die, but there's going to be a change to that body. But that soul that we sang about goes on. You're immortal. Think about it. That's a long time. Forever is a long time. Let's listen to Jesus. And this is a familiar reading. In uh, Luke 16 and 22, And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Both of these guys are dead. There's a degree of consciousness here. One's comforted. One's tormented. Remember the word comforted, okay? Put it on your back burner, okay? Let's go further. Verse 24. And this is the rich man. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember thou in thy lifetime receivest good things, likewise Lazarus evil things, but now is he comforted, and thou art tormented. Jesus is explaining some things to us here. Let's go a little further. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed. So that they which pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. He was tormented, the rich man, in this flame. Some 40 years ago, Becky and I went to see a classmate of mine. He and his brother and father were burned severely. They was in the Wheeler Hospital. They were burned so bad you couldn't tell one from the other. I'll never forget the smell of going in that hospital room. I mean, it's just unbelievable how he was. That was the last time I saw him alive. He didn't live through it. So tormented is probably putting it very politely. 
Let's read on. And Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Okay, note takers. This is important in our thoughts today. If you get nothing today, get this. Your eternity will be fixed, and it cannot be changed. No second chances, no reprieve, no going to the courts. It's, it's done. Do you get it? You need to get this. This is important. Your forever depends upon it. We talk about appointments we got next week. Hebrews 9 and 27. As is appointed a man once to die, but after this the judgment. Yep, you're going to die. The body's going to die unless Jesus comes again. Then the judgment. Then the beginning. The beginning of eternity. You need to realize how important that is. 2 Corinthians 5 and 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That everyone may receive the things done in his body. According to the hath done. Whether it be good or bad. We heard the same thing. The rich man done evil things. Lazarus did the good things. What have you done? Have you done good or bad? Have you thought about it? Your eternity depends on it, what you've done. We will put on immortality. Think about this, 1 Corinthians 15 and 52. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. What did Job say? He's waiting for his change. For this corruption must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So then this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality. Then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written... Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. We go to the cemetery from time to time. And some I've seen this on certain brochures. Final resting place. That is not the final resting place. It's the beginning of eternity. We will be changed. Think about a verse we've already looked at. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It's even a vapor that appeareth a little time and then vanishes away. Think about it. You have a vapor to get it right with the Lord. 
Our life is a short time. It's a vapor. Once your life is over, it's, it's sealed. It can't be changed, right? So one, let me ask you now. Have you been baptized? You do not get to go to heaven without being baptized. It is important. There's no way around it. Have you lived after the Lord? Have you followed his step? Have you done the Christian graces? Have you done all these things? Are you right with Jesus? You may not have another chance. Have you been baptized correctly? Do you have doubts about your baptism? Do you feel like your life is in error? Do you feel like from time to time you don't live like a Christian? Today, we're in the present. We may not have it tomorrow. Are you looking forward to eternity? Or do you hope you got enough time to get right with God? Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you have questions about what you have heard or would like to know more information, please contact us by emailing cfcwheelerarea at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook or Instagram and send us a message there.